listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I don't get many compliments, but I am confident. Used to have a complex about getting too complex. You got me willing to try. Look me in the eye. My head is still in the sky since you walked on by. I'm feeling high. Got my imagination flickering like hot flames. It's how it seems. You make me want to ride this cold train to a love supreme. My brown lady creates environments for having brown babies. I know it sounds crazy, but your skin's an inspiration for cocoa butter. You you provoke a brother we should get to know one another i discover when i bring you through my people say true all i can say is it's all praise due i thank you god for beauty like you hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the hizzy on a wednesday that's right wednesday as in uh the day of our balls deep fancy football league draft at 9 p.m mm-hmm. that's right so we definitely be gone by the end uh and uh we still stuck at seven for the other league so i'm assuming that league's not gonna pop off okay it's not nah okay. people ain't signed up mm. uh people was shook no okay it's cool so even for the people, some more fools money i would have ended up taking in the first place which oh. is cool with me oh lord so even the people that uh, have wanted to be in the other one they was just like nah uh i don't know what you're talking about no i just nobody signed up we got i mean we got seven but we need at least 10 we need three more people to sign up and uh you know i don't blame them i'd be scared to go up against a football genius such as myself you know now justin of course you can take his money that's not really a problem Ah, he don't count he's not a formidable foe at all but uh as far as uh you know me i mean yeah why why make that essentially donation to the show is what it will become (laughs) or more more importantly to my wardrobe i mean you i mean maybe you want to see me in some more fly ass shirts okay but uh you can just give your money directly if you don't want to uh put in a game a chance and that's fine with me uh of course uh you can find this show on itunes stitcher search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we read them if we like them yeah it's that simple we don't read things we don't like Mm -mm. we like republicans that way uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> you can also do things like uh vote in the polls at the blackoutist.com leave comments all kinds of stuff um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and you can leave us three minutes voicemails three minutes or less or less not or more or less uh at the blackout uh tips uh voicemail line which is 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 today marks day 232 that bobby schmander been locked up free bobby free bobby and we're double sponsored today first of all shadow doll productions is sponsoring today's show uh they want you to check out our second audio play album okay it's called the best of rod and karen you can find it on itunes you can find it on amazon just go search the best of rod and karen or search my name rod rod morrow and uh, it'll come up and uh listen to it download it play it leave five star reviews all the good neat things you can do when you get to listen to us be silly and make jokes and play roles that dexter has written for us um mm. you can also um go to our other sponsor get bevel get bevel.com bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out get bevel.com use code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off your first month at get bevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right let's get into some 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 news items i believe would be the best way to 
to talk about these it. things but mm-hmm. before we get started, but before we get started karen go ahead okay it's uh and i know this might sound strange but i because uh, we talked about it somewhat but i want to know how was your response to the uh to the dude we met at the grocery store remember that dude that talked <laughs> we had talked about it yet, so i want to talk to you about it so okay karen got to witness uh what i was talking about um there's I, I don't i think i brought it up on the show before there's a dude that when i go to Publix, oh, he, i don't know who he thinks i am but he we tight okay we me and him we go way back all right uh he's like a bagger slash uh grocery cart pusher dude mm-hmm. and he came and talked to me one time it was like nine it was no it was like nine fifty five, right before they closed i've ever seen him yeah it was right before they closed i went in to grab some towels because we in the mood somehow and and shout out to the people Mwah. magnifique shout out to people that hit up our wish list on amazon <laughs> and bought us a new set of towels because yo he do it just in time what the fuck i don't know where our towels went I- i don't i I don't know if a box didn't get delivered (laughs) but we've been living over here on hand and foot we come to towels i don't know what happened with the towel situation like what the fuck we had 50 towels that was three between me and you yeah like i I washed all the whites and stuff to make sure we get the hand towels again like what i was like did the washer eat them the dry eat them shit it felt like i was going through the dryer to get towels like oh it's (laughs) one, one towel left i found the treasure so anyway um shout out to the people that actually hooked us up with the amazon wish list because y'all y'all, y'all the real the MVPs. yes uh so anyway we got uh i had to go buy some towels because we were completely out and so i just went to Publix and bought like <laughs> uh four it was two packs of four dish towels like it wasn't even like <laughs> bathroom towels but it was like late at night i didn't want to go to walmart right because you know it's a three-hour trip even though it's late right so i just went in bought the dish towels and i was checking out had my headphones in and shit i was by myself i think karen was here asleep uh and so a dude walks up to me black dude and he spoke to me like he knew me y'all know the difference between just like hey how you doing and oh what's up man so he was just like oh what's up dog and i was like i wonder who he's talking to and he kept walking towards me i was like oh he's talking to me I'm like maybe i know him from somewhere you know i don't know i don't know where i would know him right because you know uh, a lot of dudes from playing basketball i didn't know if he would be like maybe a fan of the podcast or something right. i just don't know anymore because sometimes every once in a while now fans of the podcast might see you or something mm-hmm. so i'm like oh what's up dog you know like it's funny because blackness is so universal man mm-hmm. it's such a unique experience uh i would never trade being black in a million years mm-hmm. because me and this dude had a whole conversation that was so uh it was so vague but so specific like he, he comes over to me he's like oh what's up dog you still over at the spot i was like oh yeah over there over there he's like he was pointing to a direction i was like yeah yeah over there yeah yeah you know what it is dog it, it's what it is and he was like oh cool man everything good which was like oh you know everything lovely dog just keeping it real you know everything straight with you bro he's like oh everything's straight man you know just one day at a time man i was like oh that's what's up bro you need some help tearing this out no and then i walked out because i was like let me just cut this short i don't want to walk into my car trying to talk me to death and i he'll realize that i'm not who the fuck he thinks i am and and we can just keep it nice and cute mm-hmm. so then a few days go by and i go to uh Publix with karen this time I was so to confused. get some stuff for um 
what was he getting stuff something for dinner or whatever yeah. and uh i go to check out get in the line and i see the dude again we make eye contact and i'm like maybe he's figured out i'm not whoever it is by now <laughs> maybe he won't remember the last time he remembered man he was like oh what's up dog oh shit what's up bro i was like here i go again oh what's up dog how you doing give me the death and everything i was like oh he must know this dude yeah he gave me the intricate nigga dap again and then i was just like yeah you know what it is man i'm just chilling he's like yeah man how's everything over oh you know i was over there the other day and i was like now keep in mind it was vague last time we never specified where the fuck there was he just asked was i working still at the spot and was i still over there and i said yes to both questions because i if he did know me i am still at the spot and i still am working over there but at, at the same time if i'm whoever this other person is i don't know so he's like yeah you still at the spot you still working over there so this time he's like yeah i went over there the other day man and uh you know i went in the bathroom and it was a dude laying on the floor i was like laying on the floor he was like yeah he was laying in the floor of the bathroom i was like oh man what the fuck he was like yeah not the and, and the gross one not the one in the back the one up front i was like oh man what you do and he was like i uh told the manager she was like i don't care and i told him and he was like i'm just laying here or something and he's like they had to help him up man they had to get him out of there and i was like yeah man that's gross man he was like yeah man the walmart bathroom is messed up and i was like bing got it he think i work at walmart yes i was putting the clues together i was thinking maybe i worked in a seedy strip club i know what my what your background was like the worst game of a fucking what's that game where you gotta guess the people that uh did clue is it clue i feel it's like the worst game of clue ever ah reverse clue yeah who am i it's like it's in the bathroom he's laying on the floor i'm like uh what is mcdonald's and then he was like he was like burger king and i was like yeah man you know it'd be nasty in there he's like yeah man he was like so i just he's like you need help out and i was like yeah you can help me this time and i was with karen and then uh i was like yeah you know how it is bro well you know keep it real bro i'll let you next time all right man yeah we'll keep you know we'll we'll see each other when i'm going to come through mm-hmm. all right i'm gonna come over there this time i'm like all right man and then he left and then we got in the car and Karen said, well, you know him from playing basketball? I said, I have never met that man before in my life. <laughs> and I said, I erupted out in laughter. <laughs> I was like, I because Roderick plays at various different wise. So a lot of times random people come up to him all the time from different nationalities and colors that he's played ball with. So I figured out it was duty to play ball with. Yeah. I'm see, just saying. That, see, that's me. I'm like that all the time. But I know Roger Gnome is not like that. So for him to like interact like that, I was like, oh, he must know him. Right. I, it's, but that's how universal blackness is. We didn't talk about shit, but you would have mm-hmm. thought it was a jive talking scene right. from, uh, airplane and shit. Right. And the dude that was, uh, scanning us out, the white dude that was scanning us out, was scanning us out, looking over there like, oh, y'all Negroes know each other, apparently. Right. Yeah. That was the same day. <laughs> the first time I saw him was the same day I saw, um, uh the white dude gave me uh props on my shirt so uh then the brother walked over there and he must thought we were super cool with each other i don't know yeah and and the, uh, the only reason why we ended up over there in that line where he could talk to us because the people in front of us decided that they want everything divided i was like what the fuck are y'all doing right. you only got 20 items oh man yeah it, it must have sounded like this to to um to anybody listening other than uh me and karen i feel like the white people 
uh probably let me see if i can get this to play white people probably thought it sounded like uh all right play there you go shit man that hunky muffin messing my old lady got to be running cold upside down his head you know hey home i can dig it no he ain't gonna lay no more big rap up on you man i say hey sky southern say i won't see uh-huh. pray to jay i did the same old same old hey Mac a self approach, slick, the gray matter back, lot performers down, I take TCB in, man. Hey, you know what they say. See a broad to get that booty act <laughs> Leg it down and smack them, yak them. Cold got to be. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be how that shit sounded in white people. Cause we was just going, we wasn't saying shit, but we was just going back and forth. It was a long, detailed conversation. I was like, oh, y'all know each other for a real long time. Cause I mean, he literally talked like y'all was into the family reunion. Yeah. I also went to the eye doctor today and uh, my stigmatism is reduced again for like the second year in a row. Uh, which, uh, uh a good thing. I'm assuming that's Yeah, good. that's a good thing. Okay. I mean, it just means like my vision's getting better which is weird uh because you know vision gets better and then i need new glasses so i'm getting some new glasses uh this time um oh that's right because they have to adjust it right yeah they was like why'd you come in is something wrong i was like because i get a free yearly exam ain't that the truth i just want to utilize that I'll shit paying that insurance go get the mind check yeah it's a ten dollar copay or whatever but that's cool then they was like you got time for us to dilate your eyes and i was like i dilated them last time but she was like you gonna be driving anywhere i was like yeah home <laughs> like i didn't I, somebody came with me you know if i would have came with you yeah but yeah like i gotta drive home you can't. <laughs> then she just said it so casually like well you just dilate your eyes i was like yeah okay she was like oh wait you got anything else you need to do i was like i mean working you know go home and shit she was like oh yeah do it on a day you don't gotta drive i was like well shit you should have told me that before i came in right because then i took you up there i damn sure was about to drive home with my two was dilated um uh, but uh yeah so she said nah and then uh i went and got my glasses uh picked out a pair and hooked it up man it was a lot uh simpler transaction this time um but what happened just well no the last time that black dude came out the back dancing he was jamming or something uh, <laughs> party in the background i remember yeah. that yeah but although they do they do this thing man where i and it's only eye exams that do this i don't know if it's in the training or what but i really hate the thing where they make you tell them um like you do all these tests and they they like make you you can't tell if you're doing the test right you ah. know it's like all right lean forward you should see a sailboat do you see the sailboat in there yes all right now all right mm, mm. what color is the sailboat mm-hmm. they ask you that no nah, i just tell you that they don't say anything else the rest of it is five minutes and i'm going Oh, probably because it's scanning your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, mm. an inkjet printer? Mm, that's good. Okay, let's go to the second test. All right. You ever had an eye exam before? I had on glasses. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Nah, I just I just walked to the store and bought a random <laughs> pair of medicine glasses. Just glasses, prescription glasses. I just like to get random prescription glasses right. off the ground. <laughs> Who does Walk that? around. She's like, I was like, and not only that, you got it on record. I've been in this one before. <laughs> y'all, y'all my optometrist. <laughs> you can cue it up, ma'am. Yeah. I remember when you came in, you had my insurance on file. No. You ever did an eye exam before? And I, and I thought she was being passive aggressive. Like, you trying to say I'm doing it wrong? Like, I, I thought all I did was lean forward and look straight. <laughs> And it was like, all right, now look at this. You're going to see a balloon. You see that balloon? Yes. 
you don't feel a slight puff of air <laughs> fall through your eyebrow and shit and then it was funny too because like it blows <laughs> in your eye and then she was like wow you did good you didn't flinch or nothing i'm like people normally flinch from that yes like it's just a little bit of puffer they tell you it's happening you don't it just feel like someone blowing in your eye like like that mm-hmm. yeah i've got that done before yeah so then i did that and then she said you did real good you you are really good at taking this exam yeah because you cause, like because i just sit still what the fuck yes cause kind most, of babies do y'all have in here ah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna die oh i that's, see two balloons i see two me. balloons that's me fuck that leave my eyes alone you know, a, a, but just an eye exam they can't leave it alone and then there's a lot of like all right look at my ear <laughs> you don't see, see a green light you know oh did they do that shit uh were they how you look uh can you read the chart e-a-f-g-x-q-1-3-4 yeah. wait a minute what what is that if you got a squint um if you got a squint then they make you stop it's weird though because like this time when i did it uh normally you lean forward you put your whole face into the thing mm-hmm. this time she was like i want you to lean forward just your forehead and then push your cheeks back towards you and then i'm like i'm not gonna be wearing my glasses like this <laughs> like, <laughs> this don't make no sense and then like she like now are you doing it are you doing what i said i'm like i'm doing it but this don't make no sense <laughs> like this is not how i'm gonna wear my glasses my glasses <laughs> are gonna be fucking on my face straight <laughs> i should be looking in the machine straight but you the doctor so i don't i'm not gonna question you i just did what she said but if my prescription come back fucked up i'm gonna be mad as hell man right your vision blurry and shit and they was kind of mad that my stigmatism keep going away that was like that was second time in a row they've been like wow well uh looks like your prescription is changing a lot for your left eye i mean uh i mean i guess the good news is your vision is getting better i'm like were you mad that i might not need glasses one day right she's like yeah well, you know just keep keep an eye on it you know if anything happens i'm like i'm just doing what you tell me to do you can't be mad at me when you say ah, we hear that you when you're like oh, one day you might not be here no more which one is better two or three two which one's better three or four three which one's better four or five uh about the same okay four or five about the same all right five or six six all right six seven and then, and then like all i did was answer that question and then at the end you'd be like this nigga ain't got no stigmatism lying ass what's wrong with your glasses uh anyway it was a good trip I bought some more glasses and this time i went all in i don't with blame the, you i got the transition lenses right you may I, as I, well. I upgraded to the hd i don't even know what that mean Mm-mm. and i got i feel like it's all rip off and uh some, it, I mean, somewhere it won't scratch scratch resistant oh so is you gonna play a video game with your glasses some shit everything goes- 1080p i'm gonna see life in 1080p now right. everything gonna be gears of wars i'm in on this 724 a minute um but yeah i just told him to do the shit this time because uh one of the transition lenses help when it's like i don't have to put on shades when i just have my glasses right. on right uh, when they're really neat they're, they're, i've seen them before they're really neat yeah i've had them before just not recently and then i went cheap on the last one and then uh some about the um like these glasses i always had to constantly wipe them so i wanted to get glasses i wouldn't have to wipe as much uh oh, fog resistant they should have got yeah it's all else. kinds of resistance buffer shit. resistance mm-hmm. all right news barack obama just nominated a muslim to be a federal judge and that is a first get them abid Qureshi uh would fill a seat in the u.s district court uh for the district of columbia um i'm pleased to nominate mr Qureshi, 
who uh to serve on the united states district court uh bench i'm confident he will serve the american people with integrity and steadfast commitment to justice mm-hmm. i'm gonna enjoy this while it lasts because tell y'all right now and i understand you know the criticism of the president the president hadn't been perfect the president has had flaws there's a lot of shit he didn't get done there's a lot of shit he could have done better but i tell you one thing it's gonna be a sad day when they leave because some of the shit he's doing probably would never happen again Mm-hmm. i know people have probably heard that stereotypical muslim music that we have in all our movies playing in the background you know that no <laughs> you, you know, know they, they think like, he, he, he gonna he gonna do what's what's that that law um what's that law they say they keep sharia law right yeah somewhere donald trump and his ilk sitting around like i told you taliban yeah. i knew it yeah that man was like i was born and raised here <laughs> and they're like we don't care it means a lot too because you know Right. in a world where one presidential candidate is campaigning on running and kicking muslims out of this country and not allowing brown people into the country and making it sure everyone's christian that comes in here to see a sitting president be like y'all niggas are talking nonsense um uh, this dude's about to be a judge with my blessing so uh shut the fuck up that's the kind of adult shit that he is just so good at man you know i know uh some people don't like him but I, i'm gonna miss him when he's gone because i'm a cry he's always office, yeah he's always been the adult in the room when it's so much shit where he's been criticized fairly and unfairly and some right. of the shit some of the shit is just nature of the office some of the shit is just it's untenable what people right. would like to see him do right some people like i said uh before i think yesterday the day before a lot of people have very 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 unrealistic expectations of him that he was never going to meet period like right I don't, I don't know where people got this guy in the pie either like i said he's either gonna <clears throat> end racism or all the niggas gonna get their 40 acres in the mule like that's not real y'all right um also new york is looking to expand its marijuana program medical marijuana program with plans for home delivery i i guess my thing is this mm-hmm. we, i know eventually we'll go to supreme court i think they they need to vote on de, um uh, i guess delegalizing if i'm saying that right marijuana and jobs don't need to test for it because my thing is that well not all jobs i put like this it's certain jobs yeah you need to test for it Mm -hmm. but your average person don't give a fuck i'm not doing eye surgery i'm not doing brain surgery you know it's certain jobs you're like nah motherfucker we can't have you goddamn high but your normal person like if you drive nah we can't have you high right you know it's certain jobs that we go nah we still gotta test you but your average normal nine to five person no we need to get rid of it i mean because what's the what's the point in you delivering it from home and most of the states don't do it when if you go get a job and test and you you end up not being able to work that defeats the purpose doesn't it well maybe in my mind it does i guess so i mean i guess the main thing would be to treat it like alcohol whereas i just don't want you high at work but right the idea you getting high on your personal time. time i mean but part of destigmatizing that is shit like this right i mean right home delivery making it more accessible to people um right because that's the thing you don't want me high at work but when you do the drug test you test for it yeah i understand i'm saying but 
so then what no delivery i mean that's no, not no, a problem no, no, that, no, that's no, not no. a problem that has anything to do with this really no no it doesn't no i, I guess i'm looking at the at the i guess the picture at large yeah you know, the stigma the is still there right. it's still fucked up but i think this is a good thing the home too. delivery um to people right um, so you ain't got to go out and and find some drug because see somebody like me if I smoked, I would do this because I'm not going to find a shady drug dealer. I'll just pay the taxes to keep it pushing. Well, it's medical marijuana, so it's not even a shady drug dealer. You would need a prescription for it. You still oh, need okay. to go to a doctor. Um, more than 7,000 New Yorkers have signed up since New York began allowing patients with certain conditions to obtain non-smokable marijuana preparations early this year through one of the most cautious medical, medical uh, marijuana programs in the nation. Only 7,000. Wow, that's low i would think for a city as big as new york maybe people are just still getting it from their dealers i don't know most people probably are but they're looking to expand it with plans for home delivery and more dispensaries state health officials say uh they will allow more nurse practitioners to authorize medical cannabis and are weighing proposals to make chronic pain a qualified condition for medical cannabis uh, to make it easier for patients to find doctors, the state may post an online list of physicians who participate in the program. The steps are overdue and don't ne- go nearly far enough, said Assemblyman Richard Gottfried, a Manhattan Democrat and one of the authors of the law, which was passed and signed into law by Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo in 2014. Uh, the excessive restrictions in the medical marijuana law and regulations are not justified, he said. Patients deserve easier access and more choice. Currently, there are 17 dispensaries around the state operating, uh, operated by five companies that grow and process marijuana. Three more are slated to open. The state's expansion plan calls for up to 20 more dispensaries. At least one company to, uh, picked to operate the program is concerned about the expansion plan. Right now, there's a micro market, said Ari Huffnung, CEO of Vireo Health New York, which operates dispensaries in Queens and Worcester wait westchester <laughs> worcester worcestershire south uh and broome country uh counties we urge the state to hit the pause button there may at some point be irrational to add more the time has not come yet it seems like they're always pushing against us i don't know why because they don't want a competition um <clears throat> i guess in my thing too and it's kind of in conjunction but not to get off the topic mm-hmm. it's amazing when you pass all these laws like you said you got all the dispensaries and all this stuff opening a lot of people that went to jail and got arrested and shit like that most of them wouldn't even be able to qualify to start and a lot of times to even start your own dispensaries it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars like you have to pay a lot of money to even get started like you have Mm -hmm. to have a lot of investors and all that stuff so people have been in jail for years have been locked up for ounces of it and now you know those people in their family or people that you know want to get into it uh for good reasons a lot of times don't have the capital to do it exactly not to mention people that have been incarcerated they have felonies on there she a lot of times they can't get into this industry right so you have people that you know they're just locked out of it frozen out and disproportionately black people um even though that's technically doing the same shit selling weed right uh build your own dinner ikea ikea launches a new do-it-yourself restaurant where where diners cook their own food and yes meatballs on the menu and you cook your own food at ikea as you put your furniture together i'm confused uh apparently um this is in london 
um you you will be guided by an experienced chef and given waiters to serve their guests and they'll uh escape the washing up too uh so um it's completely free of charge and includes food and alcohol wow uh it's the ultimate celebration of joy of cooking with friends and your very own restaurant so you do the cooking then they give you wait staff um and they clean up for you the supper club which is only open for 13 days in trendy shoreditch will uh host diners for slots at brunch lunch or dinner they will choose dishes to cook from a menu featuring some scandinavian classics and have the restaurant temporarily named after them the meatballs won't be available in the main dining club but a cafe in the front of the restaurant will serve up a department store staple uh yeah I, i've never been in ikea but i hear they have meatballs in there i've never been in ikea either it's one over there on university we passed by going down 85 it's big blue and yellow yeah i've never been to ikea diners can also take part in a series of food master classes presented by guest chefs including instagram food blog uh star pixie turner and 2010's great british bake-off winner ed kimber uh and it wouldn't be ikea without a shop selling some of the brand's homewares and displaying kitchen showrooms yeah i don't think that will work in the united states unless you charge Mm. i like this idea oh I it's free too. viral marketing basically you just set yeah. up the, i mean it might cost less than uh what it would cost to do an ad campaign in a bunch of places True. i don't know i kind of like it um let's see what else is happening uh kanye west video not video his fashion line debuted today i guess for fashion week um and he had that call remember we talked about that tweet mm-hmm. multiracial women only or something like that mm-hmm. um well one he's saying now that multiracial he meant all kinds of black women that was and he said he didn't uh know a better way to say it i now on the one hand i don't really believe he didn't know a better way to say it uh even if that's what he meant true uh i just think he'd be trolling he likes the attention he likes to draw attention to us that say like really salacious things that blow up on the internet and not much is gonna blow up bigger than uh multiracial women only uh and the perceptions that people have what about what it means and he said i don't mean just dark black women or light black women i just mean all shades of black women uh which like i said looking at his other fashion lines and other debuts it's always been a bunch of brown people of every shade in there Mm -hmm. so to me it never seemed like he would just be on some other shit with his fashion all of a sudden but at the same time in the history of the industry and with his issues around women and shit it wasn't so hard to imagine and uh you know i'm not shocked at all that he would say well that's not even really what i meant yeah well you said what would get the most attention uh, at any rate it turns out this fashion thing has kind of been a grind on some people um it's like we're being kidnapped kanye west fashion show guest vent fury on twitter about the boring hour-long bus journeys to yeezy season four event so um apparently he had people show up at this location and he prearranged buses that would take guests to and from the event he sent the invites on wednesday morning telling showgoers that they needed to pick up uh the bus at 1 30 p.m for the 3 p.m show the bus made the six mile journey to the show from a location in midtown manhattan guests on the bus took to social media to complain about everything from a broken bathroom door to sitting in traffic 
the show being held on roseville island was pushed back to four damn uh his fashion shows are always over the top but this season he might have gone too far when he opted to bust his guests to the secret super location i mean super secret location leaving many of them feeling like they were in a school field trip or kidnapped um but yeah they uh this is the other thing you know you sign up to go see his fashion show Mm -hmm. and you know it's kanye i think last year he debuted his album and the fashion line at the same time and that shit was super late Mm -hmm. uh the album was late like it's Mm -hmm it's kanye you know it's gonna be some it's not gonna be what you think it is Mm-mm. you can always have not to go but you're gonna do it because it's kanye right man i guess it's fashion week so i'm just not into fashion like that Mm-mm. so it's just all kind of nobody's name brand it's all kind of womp womp to me but cool uh let's see what else happened uh worth talking about um oh um a resident was cooking his own urine and he forced an evacuation of a building after the smell filtered into other apartments cooking your own urine for what what you making a goddamn reduction sauce what's happening here <laughs> a pee reduction sauce yeah an apartment building in massachusetts was evacuated after residents reported a strong smell which turned out to be a man cooking his urine well what did he say why uh, uh police responded to the brandywine Amherst apartment complex wednesday afternoon after the manager uh found several unmarked glass containers with liquids in one of the homes unmarked glass containers that means you bought jars to put the urine in uh fire they should have a rule if you buy more than two three jars at a time they should have to ask you what you're gonna do with it purpose you know how like they flag people if you buy too much cough syrup it's like you making meth nigga they should flag you if you get too many empty like mason jars like you canning food or you just gonna be peeing in these um but the unmarked glass contained liquid uh fire official said the manager had received a complaint of a pungent odor Ugh. A stanky piss right need to be drinking some more alkaline apparently mm-hmm. need to do that juice cleanse mm-hmm uh is juice cleaner supposed to make you need to pee real bad because i gotta pee real bad is that what's going on with this thing <laughs> is that part of the thing it makes you go oh well thanks for telling me before you gave it to me oh no problem karen hey, gave hey. me no warning y'all she just gave me a stuff i was like what's this juice cleanse thing my mom was talking about and karen I mean, hooked very, it up it, and it, gave it to me no that's and partially then, your fault no. number one she said uh I, she said yeah you pour you get a straw you just mm-hmm. sip on it i said cool then she came back and was like you still got a lot in here i was like am i supposed to chug it and she was like yeah, yeah. you supposed to just drink it down real fast i was like well that's not i don't need to sip on it then i need i don't I, need a straw either i might as well yeah, just drink you, it you do need a straw because the apple cider vinegar is bad for your teeth oh well um and then uh just now it's like yeah because i'm just sitting up here like man why i got a piece of that karen oh uh, yeah it's gonna make you pee too <laughs> anything else you gotta tell me am i gonna get the sweats am i gonna die <laughs> no you're not gonna get All the right. sweats and you're not gonna die and when i first did it i didn't put that much apple cider vinegar in there you talking about give me more you told me that it's supposed to have more i want the full experience if i'm supposed to have it okay you got the full is that what's making me pee is the apple yes. cider vinegar mm, maybe my pee gonna be smelling like apples and stuff some cider yeah it's designed i might put it in a jar and cook it you know you it's a detox so it's a, it's a natural detox 
so it's uh, cleaning things out of your body it's definitely gonna come out before dre album do the <laughs> ah, yes sir <sighs> all right uh and the so the firefighters entered the apartment they saw what appeared to be chemicals being mixed or cooked on the stove according to mass live after clearing the building the state's hazardous materials response team and bomb squad investigated all for some pee and they- pee must have stank you, I think he down there. I think he got some C4. Yeah, you bubbling it up. I could have, it, you know, like I said, it's pungent. So I guarantee you, it's strong. It's woofing around. You know, you're sitting there chilling. I was thinking, like, right. You smell that? It's not C4, it's P4. Oh. And it's the worst. That's like the worst downstairs neighbor ever. You know, like. Your nose hairs burn and shit. You pay rent there, and it's a dude downstairs cooking up P like he Jeezy on the stovetop. Ah! P's of the snowman um so after clearing the building the hazmat team response came okay police said thursday morning the chemical was actually distilled urine the tenant was using for medical reasons what i wonder what reasons you have to uh cook urine hmm assistant I, I don't believe you assistant fire chief Lindsay strongen said the smell came from urine and possibly other chemicals she added that it's unclear what the man was trying to produce other chemicals right mm-hmm. she was uh he was identified but hasn't been criminally charged a private cleanup company now has the chemicals the tenant were the tenants were able to be allowed back into their apartments after authorities determined that the substances weren't explosive or a health hazard yeah because it probably does smell feel like if you light a mess she gonna blow up yeah oh man i wonder when they caught him there was like you're in trouble <laughs> that was terrible don't encourage me ah, uh, ah, ah. a bad job is harder on your mental health than unemployment that's true yeah i can believe that mm-hmm. and unemployment i've had both and unemployment is definitely hard on you so it's not some easy shit you, no, you stress not. out about not contributing to your society and you stress out about you know taking government hand out and you know, a lot of people rush and go get another job a lot of times it's worse than the job you had before because you know the way it is society feels like we well, just get anything you're like nah i can't get anything taking pay dips and and, and costs and all that shit uh reducing your lifestyle because people realize i lost my job that means i lost the income which means i'm accustomed to a certain type of lifestyle and it's funny how people judge when they be like just go to mcdonald's but do you know mcdonald's tell you that uh with mcdonald's you're gonna have to have another job you're gonna have to have welfare in order to make it but people like like they won't do it then you're like you want to go to mcdonald's no but then what the fuck you make they make you think i want to work there right um it's also like when you're unemployed you know it's the stress of trying to find another job right uh the futility of it sometimes the rejection the repetitiveness it wears on your mental health but as a person that's had terrible jobs too it's not as bad as being terrible like being underemployed underappreciated undervalued are things that uh really can just it makes you feel like worthless 
it it does and and the, the thing about it particularly in my opinion corporate america and i would continue to say this corporate america was never made for brown people uh brown people were forced to to be let into corporate america out of rules and regulations affirmative action and shit like that so they allowed us to come in just like they allowed women to come in we were not uh welcome with open arms <laughs> and so the culture is not for us it was never designed for us that's why a lot of black people have a lot of problems in corporate america particularly if you're the first generation uh to go in any form of a corporate job you don't have nobody to ask questions you don't have nobody to, to kind of decode shit for you find out language because you know they have a special ways white people do i'm just keeping it real i've learned special ways of talking special coded language special body language that if you're not used to it you're like what the fuck is this you lose your job and want to know why because you know if you're used to being around real you know i mean guess niggas niggas be like i don't like what you did like we'll just flat come out and tell you we ain't trying to beat around the bush we ain't trying to protect your feelings we ain't trying you know like and so when you go into these cultures you don't get that you know especially if you never had to deal with hr so you don't know how that's set up you don't know that's what people do when they have an issue with you they run their asses to hr and next thing you know you're like well what the fuck why don't you just come to me and talk to me about it they won't do that they'll run hr and complain about you next thing you know you got a rap sheet that you don't even know exists because you're quote-unquote offending people because you're not adapted to the culture right yes um yeah it's it's just it's a lot it's a burden um yeah especially if you're black where we're routinely underemployed anyway you know um and the stress you know is 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 a lot so and when you have but when you have a bad job you also have to worry about um things such as like overbearing bosses uh people monitoring your every move that's the shit that knows the bias that exists because that's one of the things we don't talk about while we as a society will say race affects everything we have very hard time saying on an individual level saying well race affects this job and how people pursue you and that's one of my a very real experience i've had my entire life which is if i'm on the phone it's seen differently than if a white person's on the phone right if i take a 15 minute break it's seen differently than a white person's 15 minute break yes sir it's it just is it's a fact of life um and white people are completely blissfully unaware of the fact that they're doing this for the most part i really legitimately do not think for the most part that they're sitting around going i don't like black people and i'm gonna make it a living hell but i i would venture to guess most of our audiences experience this as well is this a double standard you know it's why we have the you got to work twice as hard for half as much standard going because it, it is something true to that where you can take the same behaviors and achieve the same amount and put the same amount of work ethic in but yours don't count as much right and you know it's one of those things where i say just adapting to it It it's very difficult initially when i first got into corporate to adapt and i leaned in the pen on roger very very hard and he helped me get through a lot of shit because i would be angry and upset just not understanding just confused because i was like look we don't talk to each other like this and now i know the rules and regulations so i can play the game but you know some people go i'm not playing the game fuck this and they'll just leave corporate because it was like i don't want to adapt to this culture and i um i personally completely um understand that and then that's why you have a lot of black people at their jobs i can even speak for me a lot of times really take breaks don't take breaks 
cut their lunches early cut the breaks early like they always always at their desk they never go anywhere they never conjugate and talk to anybody they just sit there and just do the job and go home and it was like well why don't you talk to anybody he was like well when i tried to i was constantly in your face because people was talking about i was quote unquote being a social butterfly or or bothering people you know and now what do you mean constantly in your face uh, what do you mean you said when i was i was constantly in your face oh because people were reporting like, oh, like, so you mean you were constantly in my face or something? Yeah, I, I, I would be constantly in the manager's face. Like the manager uh, would come and be like, "Well, why do you, you know, you don't really socialize? Okay, you, know, you don't." So really- the manager, okay, I think you're saying it backwards, but yes, oh, my bad. I just want to be clear that you're saying you're basically saying they would pull you to the side, right? And and say something was an issue uh because you were talking too much, right? Right. I've had that happen too when they they actually explicitly told me to socialize more and when i did it they told me i was being lazy and wasn't working hard right and it wasn't like i went from zero to a hundred y'all know i barely like talking to regular people anyway it was like i went from zero to five and they acted like i went from zero to 60 they just didn't it was like why are you talking so much and it's like i i, I barely was talking but i won't talk anymore and then that happens for a couple months and then it's you're not talking enough why aren't you talking to anybody you're over here being a stranger you know it's that kind of weird I just be double standard where right. every time it's always something i did wrong i remember i was in a meeting one time and they were talking about people coming in late and stuff like this now i wasn't coming in late i was doing everything just as i was supposed to but it was talking in general because there were some issues with the people on the team and one they were and they, and they made a joke out of this like look like like Derek, come on man you gotta be you gotta get here and stuff and he was like my bad man i fell asleep fishing and i came in late i had to go home and shower and stuff and i'm just thinking like y'all are laughing but y'all wouldn't be laughing if it's just me being five minutes late because the traffic is not a joke like y'all aren't laughing this off you know um and i you know it's not just because it's a fantastic tale or something like that shit would have got me fired i have mm-hmm. no ju- no Mm-mm. no uh question about it no doubt about right. it in my mind if i would have came in and was a couple hours late getting to work without really calling and telling anything and then had some fantastical story about falling asleep fishing or getting drunk or whatever the fuck excuse it wouldn't have been cute but when these guys say they got drunk and stayed up too late or something like that it's just seen as cute when they come to work and say oh, i really party hard last night it's seen as cute when when you come to work and you're black and you do that it's seen as 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 just uh unforgivable it's seen it's seen as a failing you know right and um before we move on when you talking about like unemployment the thing about uh, being unemployed you need a good support group and that's something that people take for granted you need somebody that's going to love you be patient with you and be very understanding and i think for some people being unemployed is stressful because you have uh people who have bought into a lot of the stereotypes that they've been taught about not working and they kind of pressure put those pressures on you to go and get a job no matter what and you're like dog this is not that's not realistic you know you found a job yet i've been through that and i want to goddamn scream you found a job yet you found a job yet that's how it was when i um i graduated from college uh and this is when uh internet uh getting jobs online had just started like it was it was fairly new you know my mama and a lot of older parents were used to the old school generation where you literally had to go from job to job and call and pass your resume out and shit like that so you know to them that's going out and quote unquote finding a job but 
you know, I was kind of of the new generation where you might sit on a computer eight hours, nine hours of a day, and all you're doing is sending out resumes, and all you're getting back is no all day. But, you know, to her, quote-unquote, I'm just sitting here doing nothing all day. You got a job, you got a job, you got a job, you got a job, you got a job. I was like, God damn. You know, it's like, just, you know, and if you are working and somebody's unemployed, just be considered. That's the difference between that and being lazy. Like, that's, those are two completely different things. But most people who lose their job and, and they're hard workers don't want to be unemployed. Right. It's a huge uh, misconception, man. And people right. always, it's about making people feel bad so you can make yourself feel good. When honestly, most people are just fortunate if you have a job. Like, it ain't, you know uh all right let's see what else is going on um oh you know what let's do some uh let's go ahead and get rid of fucking with black people guys all right it's about that time i've been talking for a while here and uh, i'm gonna play the song We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles and we score them from zero to a hundred how much we feel fucked with black people. Today's contestants, everybody. Let's get into it. Um, Georgetown University is atoning and uh giving co- college is going to give preferred that college is going to give preferred admissions to the descendants of 272 slaves the school sold to pay off his debt in 1838 zero zero for you all right uh what's interesting is i did have read an article on the route that was like it's not enough and what about all the, the slaves they had before the selling uh the, you know that this is only the ones that were in that transaction and what about slaves in america what about people that don't want to go to college and just run me my coin give me my reparation money and all that stuff and i think that's cool i understand your point but this is good too it's 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 a zero for me uh because uh you have legacies you know a lot of universities got rid of them but a lot of universities still have it so you know if my granddaddy 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 gave this university a million dollars i automatically get first dibs and you know in certain universities i don't see no difference here yeah i mean it's not just about the legacy thing but i mean to a certain extent um education at a university like georgetown carries capital and uh money and um especially you know being able to get in there now it's just admission it's not i don't think it makes you even Mm -mm. i don't think it uh is the same as reparations i you know what like i get that it's not gonna be enough to some people and i I understand it might not be feasible for everyone to go to college you may have to travel all kinds of shit that being said i appreciate the recognition of it i appreciate them doing something um and sure i like better for them to just give everybody some money and call it a day and and all black people and all the extent uh all the extended family of slaves and all that stuff but i don't think any of that's gonna happen so um yeah i'm not fucked with by this one either um let's see a woman refused to change her natural hair so of course she was discharged from the navy um 
jessica sims and in an ex-hospital corpsman second class a corpsman uh second second class and seller of over 10 years was discharged from the navy when refused she refused to cut her hair or wear a wig she had worn her hair the natural way in the same style for almost a decade when she began to receive calls that her hairstyle violated set military standards they claimed that her hair interfered with her ability to wear a gas mask in an emergency as well as safety helmet she says this is false secretary of defense chuck hagel had ordered revisions of the hair restriction earlier this month after much backlash to the racially biased grooming regulations that were announced back in april unfortunately for sims none of that made a difference in her treatment i don't think i should be told that i have to straighten my hair in order to be within what they think regulations are right i don't think i should have to cover it up with a wig Mm-mm sims does not regret sticking to her guns on the matter i will stand by i would do it again if i had to i don't blame her yep so zero to a hundred i'll give it a hundred mm-hmm. and that's sad y'all right. lost a good soldier for what hair right and the rules always be fucked up and they always be targeted towards towards people with kinky your hair and they be like nah you you specifically point out braids you specifically said i had to wear a wig so, so you specifically are pointing out everything that has to do with my my hair is uh, all of a sudden unkempt. You know, my hair is not professional, but it's growing out of my head just like yours, though, right? Okay. Katy Perry introduced massage noir to white America after Leslie Jones news leak. Um, she tweeted, um, "Do not give your eyeballs to this racist, hate-filled massage noir crime." hashtag i stand with leslie uh heart emoji uh explain massage noir for those it's misogyny that is specifically targeting black women uh noir i think means black or translates to black in latin or something misogyny obviously i mean i had something similar to this honestly uh but mine didn't catch on and it's probably never gonna catch on so i'm gonna leave it alone but uh i saw you know misogyny i saw massage noir and i had misogynigga uh well ah! it's misogyny but hanged at niggas um ah, but, ah, 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 that's not some bootleg massage place you pull up to yeah that was one of the problems a lot of people was using it that way like oh when you gonna come over to my house and massage a nigga and i was like that's ah! not that's not even the right way to use that that's what it sounds like dog. right and then some people thought it was massage a nigga and they was like you gonna message a nigga tonight and just hit me on ah! text and the DMs, it was too much so i just i'm glad massage noir picked up me too because you know my idea was you know just it wasn't a fully formed idea and mm-hmm. i recognize that um the problem a lot of people have with this is some people some publications were giving katie perry all kinds of like credit on some like she introduced massage noir to white mainstream america and stuff and for the record i understand their point it's like when john stewart says something it's like when i say something and my shit gets more attention than a black woman that said the same fucking thing uh you know two three days ago mm-hmm. you know not that i sharked her i might not even be aware of it but right. the point being it we could be making the same point but people treat my point more seriously it's the same thing happened with that lena dunham response she's ignored black women for years and years and years she does respond she goes and finds a black man to talk to mm-hmm. so uh and i and i mean obviously that dynamic would work within whiteness as well where a white woman uh would end up getting the attention that many many black women deserve for you know inventing the term 
let alone this application and constantly bring it like katie perry learned it from somewhere yes she did and i'm sure if she's uh if she's any kind of person that it seems she would be by using the word she don't want the credit either so you're like yeah i'm just using the word the way i learned to use it i didn't claim to invent this word Mm-mm. you know now she's famous enough that she probably got to stay out of it and not say shit right because there's a certain level where everything you say is bad and yeah, everything especially when it's already a trust issue between black people and white women like that anyway uh it's probably better to not say shit but right. in general she didn't invent the term but people try to give her credit for it the same way that the the kardashians didn't invent cornrows but you know let uh fashion trend yeah let fashion twitter tell you you know anyway zero to a hundred zero for her all right uh i'll give it zero for Katy perry i give it uh maybe 50 for people saying she introduced it to mainstream white america i understand what they're trying to say it was kind of fucked up Mm-hmm. white lives matter is now classified as a hate group by the southern poverty law center zero zero for me as well um pretty self-explanatory i don't think i want you to read that one Mm-mm. uh <laughs> now we can just get blue lives matter put on the list that's right oh, come on blue lives matter is also a hate group in my opinion um let's see a radio host said trump can't be racist because he stood next to a black man mm-hmm. so picture him standing close to a black man so what kind of races would do something like that think about it karen if you were racist you'd only be surrounded by white people at all times but bill mitchell says look at trump and how he stands to close to this black man as he listens to him no racist will ever do that just pat him on the head too mm-hmm. uh meanwhile people start taking historical pictures of confederate soldiers next to their slaves come on dog yeah <laughs> oh my god Mm-mm-mm. Uh, whatever uh zero to a hundred oh that's a hundred yeah i give it a 50 um shame giuliani giuliani slams beyonce's vma performance about cop shootings as he fumes that i saved more black lives than any of those people you saw on stage by reducing crime he do anything to say relevant ain't he i I mean he's a trump spokesperson yeah he is really like like i'm not trying to find it like he's literally doing anything 9-11 stop working all right shit i gotta come up black lives matter hot in the street i'm gonna say that now i disagree with it uh but now he's saying he say he saved more black lives than anybody on stage talking about black lives matter because he Ooh, reduced crime fuck out of here you through uh stopping frisking right. shit arresting more people put more people in jail mm-hmm so uh at, at any rate zero, zero to a hundred oh he always get a hundred for me all right uh let's see here a texas coach threat threatens to ban the squad's only black cheerleader over her braids what's so threatening about a black woman's hair independence like like honestly like you and my you know i've realized when it comes to black women and particularly black women that grow their hair out naturally something that you said that really sticks with me it's amazing how um i say it's amazing how amazing it is for a black person particularly black women to love themselves it is just he made amazing i think 
when it comes to black women and to see us happy, to see us confident, to see us love ourselves, we're frightening. I, I really, I really do think we're frightening. Not, uh, and we, we become frightening because I think that once black women, uh, brown women particularly, but I'm talking about black women because I'm black, learn their worth. Uh, I'm okay, and I'm just gonna keep this real. I think that some niggas will realize that that some black women wouldn't even come their fucking way because a lot of a lot of men make women feel worthless purposefully you make them feel less than purposefully you make them feel like you have to love us and i can love you and be in love when it comes to sexual relationships with somebody else Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of black women have been beaten down and a lot of it stems from birth uh, a lot of it stems from society. Uh, a lot of it stems from what's being put into us. And I think it's something about when we wear our hair natural, we're bucking against the system. Mm-hmm. Even though our hair just grows. Just right. like everybody else's hair just grows, our hair just grows. But because our hair isn't long and silky, you know, a lot of our hair uh, uh, shrinkage is a lot to do with our hair. Like, my hair is actually pretty long if I take it and string it out. But because our hair kind of curls, you know, tightens up, people assume that we don't have hair. A lot of times people assume that it's not manageable, you can't comb it. And even uh, a lot of uh, black women uh, chastise other black women for going natural. It's not as bad as it used to be years ago. But it's still uh, a lot of black women out there that I personally feel have hangups about women with natural hair you know one of the things too it reminds me of this Colin Kaepernick thing where I realize a huge part of the emphasis on this whether you're for or against but wait no 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 sorry take it back for all the people that are against it a huge part of what they hide behind is conformity and conformity is there to make sure that no one sticks out of place and conformity is also in my opinion the method that they use to squash uh dissent you know because it's not about at that point no one wants to ask why no one wants to be introspective no one wants to uh it's just get back in line you're embarrassing everybody and yourself you just just do what everybody else is doing and that's the right thing to do and with black women it's well you not frying down and laying your hair to the side is uh, a sign that you're somehow not conforming you're not fitting in right. keep in mind those other women are wearing their hair natural that's right. that's how that texture of their hair normally is now sure right. there's some some chemicals and there's some build up to it but you're not doing that to white women with curly hair right you're not telling them you can't wear your hair that way like that you know in general i'm sure there's a couple of examples but you know what i mean in general white women with curly hair is just kind of seen as well that's her hair uh black woman is like well you need to go and perm that shit and comb that shit out and do all this other stuff to it to make it seem like you it's a white woman's hair because that's what the aesthetic should be the default is looking like a white woman right and the thing is uh for well i put like this i can't speak for anybody else but i can for me personally me having my hair natural it's been a year pushing two years for me i will a few months off of two years for me it was one of the most freeing things ever uh for me uh because i think i learned that i'm okay as is like there's nothing wrong with me 
the way I am. I'm speaking for me personally. Um, I don't judge other people, however they choose to wear their hair, but for me, it was very freeing. Um, I learned how to love myself more. I think I started taking better care of myself. It started making me look into more natural things just because it was like, oh, all of a sudden, my hair is natural. Maybe I can adapt other natural things into my life. Um, I'm proud of my hair. Uh, I, I think that my hair intimidates people, especially if me and you are out and I have one of them pro black shirts that you bought me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times nobody has really been like aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, but you can see the look, see the stance. So particularly if both of us have our shirts on, you know, it's one of those things. It's just, you know, amazing. And also it's like, and maybe, maybe this might not be, I guess makes sense, but what's the difference between me wearing my hair natural and you wearing your beard naturally? Does anybody, cause it's weird. Cause men, black men can wear their beard naturally. Does anybody come ever ask you, Hey, don't, uh, uh, relax your beard hair. I mean, cause our hair grows the same. Like most black people have some form of a curl in their hair. And so for black men, nobody ever asks you, Hey, why don't you, you know, relax your beard hair? You know, your beard hair is unkempt. It's unkinky. Yeah nobody does that now right it's only do, i women. mean do people come up to you and tell you that to relax your hair has no. anyone okay no 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 but yeah i mean there's no i mean i'm sure if i was at a job they would probably have a problem with this so mm. i mean you know i know certain hair cuts dreads things of this nature black men have gotten in trouble for wearing those in corporate environments you know um i think this is more of a black woman centric thing though because for the most part either black men conform and are told to conform or you know you're seen as less than so you probably wouldn't even get a job with your hair like that uh for black women though uh hair is just a different experience in america and also their subjugation and oppression is different it's not necessarily the same so it is kind of viewed as you need to get in line with your hair and your beauty standards need to apply to what we measure white women's beauty by and that means your hair needs to be that way as well right and 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 i've been at my job for a while so it's not like i was looking for a job so for me to i was like y'all just gonna have to deal today you know yeah yeah i i mean you also don't have that kind of job like i noticed what happens is in particular it's a lot of these jobs about presentation right like the other lady was what a hotel worker mm-hmm. and they was at a ritzy hotel where they do the you know you need to have a certain type of beauty aesthetic right. this is a cheerleader you know the other was a navy like it's certain it's like the presentation of who you are is such a huge deal to those jobs you know the navy is and the, and the army and stuff military is hey this button wasn't buttoned the right way you know do this and this this wasn't clean the, the perfect way in cheerleading same type of thing um and what happens is they take that extension and put it onto your body and then once they get to your hair that's when that racism shows up because everybody's hair not the same but uniformity and conformity are both the engines that power that bigotry because hey your hair should look like so-and-so's hair um uh at any rate this football coach uh, i mean cheerleader coach she said um may she said she makes me feel bad about myself uh she told the news uh actually let me see if i can play the clip um uh, what station is this abc 13 this is jim He's a proud Oh, it's Jim. Jim is a rabbit or something. I don't know. 
let's wait for this commercial to get done for jim and then we'll get into it but um yeah they have a whole news report about i'm so tired of seeing young black girls on the news talking about how they done got kicked out of something uh <laughs> you know what i mean punished for some shit you know just some all of, kinds of fucked up man, shit something that naturally just grows man like can i just go to school and learn you know yeah we talking about shit that's irrelevant it's fighting to back tonight about. after she was sorry go ahead no I, 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 I say a lot of times what they coming at us with has nothing to do with our fucking hair all right was told she may not be able to cheer at a football game because of her hairstyle well her family believes it goes beyond school policy into a much bigger issue Eyewitness News reporter Kevin Quinn joins us live with this story, all new at 6. Kevin? Yeah, Dave, that teen's mother says the only explanation for this is discrimination based on race. She says it's been going on for about a year now, far too long. So was that your... 15-year-old Kamira Jean-Marie is a flyer on the Ross Sterling Varsity Cheer Squad in Baytown. The coach makes it hard to be on varsity. She says the coach has been on her repeatedly about her hair, so much so that she claims it's damaged her self-esteem. She makes me feel bad about myself, kind of. This year, she says she had special braids done in the hope of meeting cheer requirements. Her mother says things really got out of hand last week when the coach told Kamira she wouldn't be able to perform at Saturday's football game if she showed up as she did at school with her hair in braids even though it was in a ponytail. I said, if that's the case, put it in writing. Just put it in writing. She says the school district refused. What is in writing are these Sterling High cheer guidelines, only stating hair must be pulled back in a secure ponytail, that the hair must not distract from the cheer environment, and that an administrator will determine if a hairstyle is disruptive. I feel like she singles me out. Kamira says other girls are given more leeway in hairstyles. Nowhere in the guidelines does it say anything about prohibiting braids. As the only African-American on the cheer squad, she and her mother say the coach seems to be more adamant about complaints against her. She's been harassed. She's been bullied by this particular teacher, and I'm tired of it. Now, a spokesperson for Goose Creek Consolidated Independent School District says this was only a simple disagreement over hairstyles, telling us in part, quote, this student is not the only cheerleader who has been asked to correct her hairstyle or other parts of her uniform. Further, she was in no way reprimanded, punished, or kept from participating. She was simply reminded to use the agreed-upon hairstyle. In no way do we discriminate or tolerate discrimination of any student. I By the way, Kamira you. did go. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. I'm like her mama put that shit in writing. If this is the problem, and she was still allowed to perform. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were allowed to perform after you made an issue. Right after she said, "Put it in writing." Right. Then all of a sudden it was, "Ah, oh, she can just let her do it." We ain't trying to get caught and this shit. Right. <sighs> yeah, because I'm like, come on, put it in writing. If, if if that's the rule, put to put it in writing. I read the rules. It don't say shit about that. Well, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, a hundred. A hundred for me as well. Yeah, like you said, it's funny when she say put that shit in writing. Because, see, parents be doing, put that shit in writing. Oh, shit, guess we let her go. That's right. Mm-hmm. So tired. Right, and better not have another problem with, with it either. I just need a palate cleanser right now. Okay. <laughs>
That's right, white people news. I like that that song. Well, you know, a lot of white people songs is jams. Can oh, Claire. That's what makes it over there. How come crossover don't never cross over to us? Crossover ain't nothing but a double cross. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels. Um. Apparently, a busted Kylie Jenner upstages Kim Kardashian by putting her underboob on show at Yeezy Fashion Parade after denying that she's had boob surgery. Oh, this article sound biased, don't it? What do you mean? How so? You said a busted. Busty. Oh, I thought you meant busted. I was about to say, ooh, they talking trash. That means the tatas is, is 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 out. It's swinging and big, yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, Kylie Jenner has hit the very late uh puberty with her titties um they're coming in in 19 um just like i mean it's almost as if it's an assembly line over there for the kardashians uh she uh apparently showed up and upstaged a 35 year old idol at kanye west's new york fashion show on wednesday uh i mean kim was still you know holding it down but you know it's it's Kylie's turn you know um she made sure all eyes were on her as she left her hotel with her sister Kendall Jenner the only one that's keeping it natural uh on the route uh in route to the catwalk show Kylie wore eye-popping Yeezy suede crop top to display under boob and matching hot pants Kim looked directly uh looked decidedly demure by comparison she wore a Yeezy mesh sweater dress over a bodysuit along with thigh-high boots um and there's some more pictures of her walking with the underboob showing um you know definitely putting it all on display mm-hmm. for everybody i ain't mad at her kendall also went for a more revealing yeezy look than covered up kim flashing her toned stomach in an olive sports bra and slouchy sweatpants that show her adidas underwear you know it's kind of uh amazing how much uh the kardashians really got information with uh kanye's fashion stuff like all of them mm-hmm. like everybody i remember uh caitlin jenner was wearing some shit like last year like mm-hmm. everybody is like we gonna be easied out for his shit we support that mm-hmm. uh the supermodel also gave her stamp of approval to kylie's new blind bombshell look sick right she told extra she beat me to it uh sound like jealousy to me uh at any rate um kylie also shared some instagram photos from the event giving fans a closer look at her outfit and hitching a ride to the runway in a golf court with her boyfriend tiger uh hopefully the golf cart didn't get repossessed yeah she shared a selfie on snapchat as she kendall and kim arrived at yeezy show over an hour late it's probably why i didn't start till four huh right well you don't know mm-hmm uh so they was uh they was getting it um so good good for you guys man i feel bad that kim got upstaged um and you can see from the models uh kanye's concert i mean Kanye yeezy four they was all different colors Mm -hmm. 
got some dark skin ones in there too mm-hmm. one of the things that was weird though is uh, i heard that one of the models passed some of the models like passed out because it was so hot in the heat yeah too hot the models are giving bottles of water after a few fainted in the sun damn yeah they say fashion is murder um and yeah they were all different shades but like i said i think kanye's a troll for for that multiracial shit mm-hmm. and he got people to pay attention again that's his thing and more white people news eat pray love author elizabeth gilbert reveals she is leaving her husband for her female best friend mm. Mm, the t didn't that make a movie yeah well she put the eat pray love you know what i'm saying i mean i ain't know it's eat pray love them fish tacos if you know what i'm saying make daddy a sandwich uh <laughs> you know what you mean make daddy a taco <laughs> uh but, uh yeah so uh she uh apparently um uh is um going to she announced on facebook that she is now with her friend her best friend raya elias's cancer diagnosis in the spring made her realize she was romantically in love with her um since then elias and gilbert have started a new relationship and gilbert has separated from her husband of nine years man her whole book was a lie that's sad so many people read that shit and bought that went to see that movie and it was all built on the house of lies uh i guess we're gonna have part two coming uh <laughs> the two have kept their relationship <laughs> eat pray and eat again right leftovers pray love <laughs> wrong restaurant uh pray love i don't know uh the two have kept their relationship under wraps until now to process all these massive changes and challenges gilbert's husband jose nunez is the man she meets and falls in love with in her 2006 memoir eat pray love um but now she gone you know he should have known something if this was her best friend though i mean really she got she got the look you know what i mean like i'm i will still i'm mrs still your girl like she will take your chick and uh he got caught out there trying to be nice man uh also he doesn't look like uh javier Bourdain or whoever this was playing uh gilbert in the uh movie yeah he don't look like javier bardem in this movie so it's a, it was a rap for him from jump sad shit man hate it had to be him uh white after labor day rashida jones and taylor Schilling look cute and look chic in their uh break as they break an old style rule at rachel Cummings' show during new york fashion week it was the first day of new york fashion week and per usual it was a star-studded day of style rashida jones and taylor Schilling both stepped out in the all white proving that labor day rule is long outdated for the rachel comey fashion show in on wednesday in the big apple the parks and rec star 40 and the orange is the new black actress 32 made a chic statement as they led the celebrity charge sitting front row for a prime view of the catwalk where would you want to like my, my, I got family members into that. I don't buy, I wear what I want to wear. I don't care what season it is. Shit, I wear yellow in the wintertime. I don't care. But a lot of people into that winter white, summer white, you know, off white, you know, you don't wear like bright, bright white. Not I me. Don't care. I don't wear white after Labor Day. Mm-mm. Bad look. Bad form is what I say. Mm. Mm-hmm. What would you want to wear? Uh, yeah. 
well they were they were they were trying it y'all mm-hmm. messing up uh completely messing up the whole white news world white people were very upset by this i, I saw it ah, they fell to pieces this is their 9-11 you know they fell to pieces 9-7 as they call it they'll never forget never all these people wearing white after labor day just can you believe the, the audacity yeah the audacity is what i say uh let's see anything else in white people news um that i feel like talking about uh mila kunis was making uh making maternity look chic uh not chic mm-hmm uh in a striped jersey dress as she ran errands in la that's right mila kunis fashion icon for those uh with maternity uh issues uh she kept it simple yet again on wednesday when she stepped out in los angeles in a simple fitted midi dress the 33 year old actress showed off her growing baby bump in the striped frock which she teamed with white trainers mm. they really turned like wearing a, a, a maternity dress and sneakers into a whole ordeal ah right i mean she's just a woman wearing maternity dress and sneakers right. it was like as she uh, as she cropped off the outfit with a pair of Reeboks. Yeah, I know the pretty one walk right past her. They'll pay her no attention. Right. Um, oh, you just a normal, nobody pregnant lady? You don't count. Yep. So there you guys go. She was walking outside. Big news. Right. Changed the whole game on their ass. Didn't she, though? Stun on them. All right. Uh, all right. You ready to do the last thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, do some uh, guest rice now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and they are all some huge racist all right the first story um where is the picture of the victim i mean uh, the person that did this uh oh here we go all right um michael co-host's family says he was loved by everyone the kind of guy who would always be there when you needed him but on monday they were coping with his loss and wondering why someone he appears not to have known would stab him to death Kohus, 35 was identified monday by new windsor police as the man who was stabbed while shopping in the produce section of the new windsor shop right at about 9 40 a.m saturday morning mm. uh he was taking the newburgh campus of st luke's cornwall hospital where he was pronounced dead later that day he didn't deserve this said his sister christina coho stradley he did he never did a bad thing in his life added his mother mary lou cohus cohus a caretaker for local estate love riding his motorcycle spending time with his girlfriend jennifer scanlon and following reports oh wait following sports he was a yankees fan a knicks fan and a giants fan he loved all sports but he was also a family guy the guy everybody loves the guy with the infectious smile you were drawn to him stradley said co-hosts and scanlon were about to celebrate that third anniversary as a couple Aww. mary lou co-host said the community 
has been very supportive it's been overwhelming the number of people coming to see us she said stradley um said that on saturday night a vigil was being held for him um apparently his accused killer andrew good enough that is uh, ah! i guess he said this knife good enough for me is good enough for you and so andrew good enough 35 um was the uh killer and has no known connection to him what what the hell is the sound coming from i didn't I press know. play on anything all right um he was charged with second degree murder a felony that is being held without bail uh pending an appearance thursday um and they're searching for a motive but they don't have one um so guess the race of andrew good enough white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what they think this produce knife killer race is um do, do, do. uh it's pumpkin season white people losing their minds in produce section across america Mm, that's good i guess all right ready for this uh what pumpkin spice latte is about to come back that should be knife control not gun control white oh mm-hmm. paper or plastic white he's a family guy huh i get that subtle white privilege well lucky he's a family guy lucky there's a man on yeah always oh wait hold on that's not i don't know white i guess the slice is right white oh man oh i guess he just wanted to help him chop up some vegetables mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh there we go uh the correct answer is white <laughs> and everyone got that one right mr andrew good enough is a white man um why isn't this showing up is it showing up in the chat his picture it is now okay all right cool for some reason that's 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 him scroll up he looked kind of like a like a shane from uh the walking dead you know the dude that played the punisher in daredevil season two he looked kind of like him missing the chromosome you know like a almost shane uh low down Ah! a low down dirty shane if you ask me and don't forget guys this this segment is brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is trying to hook you up Mm -hmm. uh this month oh wait what did i say loot crate i meant bevel oh god jesus i'm sorry loot crate bevel is brought to you by bevel uh apparently this man had a close shave uh with death and a knife but you can have a much cleaner less closer shave than death but a very close shave for your brown skin that's right guys if you have sensitive skin curly hair uh and you are just sick and tired of the white man's razor nicking your skin up causing bumps man you need to go to getbelva.com and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month because stepping your shave game up is gonna help step your life up okay there's no excuse for you to be walking around here looking just terrible okay like get yourself feeling and looking better then you'll feel like you have more confidence and you'll be ready to get you an even better job yes so yeah get bevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code t-b-g-w-t 20 percent off your first month a teacher 51 was caught on camera performing oral sex on a 17 year old student in a parking lot oh mm-hmm 
51 and 17 oh mm-hmm that's right karen 51 51 Ooh, he ought to be her grandbaby what you been saying oh about if it wasn't the fact she was 51 <laughs> you said oh three times a teacher so sorry a teacher is set to appear in a court charge uh with performing oral sex on a 17 year old student sandra mayfield 51 is accused of sexually assaulting a teenager in a parking kit i mean parking lot in oklahoma city in february mayfield a teacher at morehouse high school in oklahoma was also seen kissing and hugging the boy who also attends the school as they drove the uh and took the metro around the city investigators said the alleged inappropriate relationship which is said to have taken place in the backseat of mayfield's car was captured on surveillance videos uh on camera uh school officials learned about the alleged incident in march and went to the police more police sergeant jeremy lewis said they met at a business here and more drove around in oklahoma city made a few stops ended up late that night at a park here in more buck thomas park where she performed oral sex on a 17 year old police were interviewed the teenage uh police have interviewed the teenager and his story is said to match what the investigators saw on cctv the alleged encounter is believed to be the only one between the student and the teacher damn they caught it a one time that's that's wild in a statement in march school board said more public school places safety and welfare of its students ahead of any other interest and will continue to take necessary steps to safeguard their emotional physical and educational well-being information was received of possible improper behavior on february i mean on friday march 4th uh the student was the teacher was suspended immediately and placed on administrative leave the law enforcement uh people were also immediately contacted so mm-mm-mm guess the race of mayfield her what's her first name uh sandra mayfield white karen's going with white let's check what the chizzy chat room has to say um uh let's see here black auntie sandra black administrator leave no old black woman is getting head like that uh is giving head like that this is a white woman only stop their sweet backseat loving to lock the door when a black guy walk by <laughs> my nigga my nigga handing out them oral exams again white Aww. and white lady uh the correct answer is and it seems like you guys are very split over this but she was white Oklahoma. Mm. you own it today buddy a couple of y'all missed it Don't let the name fool you. Sandra is a white woman, y'all. Yeah, I said Oklahoma. Ain't it's about point oh five percent of us up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's see. We can do uh, one more. I okay. Think. Uh, how about uh, how about this one? Three held in a restaurant in a pizza restaurant heroin deal. It's the bonus round. The final one. Double the points. Double the race. All okay. right um i didn't even play the music hold on nope that's not it double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the racism bonus round guess the race so far karen is two for two 
I'm can she finally get a perfect night i hope so i'm nobody bad at this hey you are terrible <laughs> yeah. all right let's see um three were held in a pizza restaurant heroin deal this happened in months ah! uh when an undercover delaware county sheriff's deputy went to muncie pizza hut on saturday he didn't order a pizza or breadsticks what he did purchase from a restaurant employee was heroin sheriff ray dudley said the sheriff said the deputy accompanied local residents jennifer may Isles, 25 troy adam littell 31 on a trip uh to the pizza hut uh at 2 p.m saturday seated next to the undercover agent in the back seat of the pair's car was l's six-year-old son once at the restaurant those in the vehicle waited in a nearby alley for pizza hut employee jade mckenzie voyles 26 to go on break when she stepped outside the restaurant a few minutes later voyles met with latell and the deputy selling them half a gram of heroin for 150 dollars l's and latell were then arrested in a traffic stop corporal uh corporal lenny pop reported finding a pill determined to be a prescription painkiller on the vehicle's floor and two needles in the glove compartment after those arrests pop and chief deputy david spence the second returned to pizza hut apprehended voils they reportedly uh they reported finding the buy money uh point um point two grams of heroin and several straws containing a white powder in her purse all three suspects were prim- preliminarily charged with dealing in a narcotic drug and possession of a narcotic drug. Latell and Els were also charged with unlawful possession of a syringe. Nothing about this kid? Let's see. Els, uh, being held in Delaware County Jail on $25,000 bond, faces a fourth charge, neglect of a dependent. There we go. Child Protective Services officials became involved in investigations. Bond for Latell, who was charged with theft in the Muncie County, uh, Muncie City's court in july was set at twenty thousand dollars and voyle's bond was set at fifteen thousand dollars so guess the race all three are the same race white karen is going white all right she's going white let's see what the chat room says um white names white lines white pills mcwhite ah! uh, misunderstood white kids will be given probation they order <laughs> They ordered, uh, was, they ordered an extra, extra, extra cheese pizza with heroin topping. Oh. Heroin is the epidemic now. White. <laughs> <laughs> White is right. Everybody got it right. Congratulations, guys. And congratulations to you, Karen, most of all. <laughs> the struggle has been real for you yes i've been terrible at this yeah uh all right let's get the last thing that we do up out of here we got to talk about some sword ratchetness uh a man was attacked with a samurai sword in providence uh khalid khan went to visit a friend at 280 sale street wednesday night but when he got out of his car two men armed with a knife and a samurai sword attacked him he told police he's 46 years old he has no address available he told police he recognized the two from an argument he had with them about a week earlier 
when the police arrived shortly after 8 p.m con was bleeding heavily from a severe laceration to his upper lip he was taken by ambulance to rhode island hospital for treatment khalid told officers that he believes the two men who attacked him are brothers one in his 30s and one in his 40s but that he doesn't know more about them that is too old to be acting that ah! way i know that much i ain't got no much about you to know that y'all grown ass men need to settle this shit right all right guys uh premium people premium people uh new balls deep came out today mm-hmm. and a new pregame should be out uh today or tomorrow <laughs> uh new lip smacking good should be out within the next couple of days karen Yay! did another one uh it's a long one too uh yeah, so i put out one in a while so i made up for it yeah so we got all kinds of stuff coming your way thank you so much for supporting us and listening to us yes uh and we appreciate all of you guys uh sincerely uh because we couldn't uh, we, one we couldn't do it without you and we wouldn't be doing it for nobody if it wasn't for y'all so that's the truth. uh thank you so much uh all my um balls deep fans who uh are in the um fancy football league 9 p.m eastern standard time tonight we'll be drafting uh put be there or be square suckers mm-hmm. or the auto draft and you don't want that right all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.